Good morning, I'm Wimala, and today is June 23rd. This month has flown by. We have a hot one here today, so uh, my goal is going to be to get outside and try to stay as cool as I can. <laughs> so it's good to have the sunshine. Things are getting kind of uh, parched, but we're in a better situation than so many places in the country and the world, so no complaints here. Uh, I do want to read a little bit from a book that I that was given to me at the temple, but I'd want us to meditate first and then I'll read a little bit. Just a little, but we'll sit first. And sitting is sometimes a very good preparation for meditation. I mean, <laughs> sitting is meditation. It, it can be a good preparation for just getting enough uh, stability of the mind and let the mind settle down to get on with the other things you want to focus on for today. Or you can just stay with your meditation and deepen, deepen the, the insight and the wisdom just by being more and more just settled, having the mind settle. It's like that water that when it settles, you can see clear through to the bottom. And that's what those deeper state, states of, not deeper states, not the right way to say it. As our mind becomes more and more stable and more and more clear, then we can see things as they really are. And we can see things as, we can see, uh, see ourselves as we really are. And it brings a lot of insight and wisdom together to produce more beautiful qualities in life and more, uh, just more peace in our daily life. So even when you can only sit for a little bit, if you have a busy day, that's especially a good time to try to get in some practice, even if it's just a little walking meditation, or see if you can do your morning routines with that mind that's uh, very intentional. And that can almost be those, those routines. It's not just when you wash the dishes or do those kind of uh, chores. It might be while you're brushing your teeth and taking a shower and getting moving in the morning. You can use that as your meditation. It should become our daily lives are meditative. So let's sit for a bit and then let's sit for about 10 minutes and then I'd like to read maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. So be in a comfortable position, but as comfortable as your position is, you want to be sure you lift up your spine so your body is more at attention. It doesn't have to be on alert, but you want it to be attentive. And that helps us stay awake, and it also helps us begin to get in that framework of being observant of everything, not slouching and kind of uh, taking a little nap, but being awake 
Then just observe the body breathing. If you can, close your eyes. It gives you a little bit of release from all the visual distractions. Be aware of the body breathing. And if you notice you're still restless, take a few, just a two or three deep breaths in and out. Just to help gather yourself together. And let your body go back to just natural breath. Be of your aware of your breathing. Two good spots. You can pick one and stay with that for the meditation you do. Not every time you might want to switch from time to time, but don't switch back and forth in one practice. We often uh, pay attention to the breath around our nostrils. It can be very subtle. You can breathe in the warmer air. Well, warmer, it's usually cooler than the body. Breathe in cooler air, and as you breathe out, you may notice the warmth of the air as it blows across your upper lip. Or, I think it's really good also to, you can when you're doing this meditation, if you like, you can even put your hands on your belly. Or if your hands are in a other position on your lap or on your upper legs that you prefer, you can just be aware of the belly. Breathing in, you feel the belly push out. Exhaling, it contracts. That's a very good grounding uh, breath, a breath to be aware of. And when we've lifted our spine up, maybe rolled our shoulders back, we're more aware of that air going down into our lungs. And we can feel it in the belly because of the diaphragm. We're getting more air into our lungs. The 
This is uh, very healthy. Sometimes when we're afraid or we're anxious, we only feel the breath up in the top of our chest. And it's probably not going much further. It's not getting down into the lungs. Just all be with the breath. Just relax into the breath. If thoughts arise, you can just say thinking, thinking, or just allow that breath to rise. Don't push it down, don't exert any force on it to make it go away. Just allow it to rise and then pass away because you're not focusing on it. You can just come back to your breath. Whenever you get distracted, just come back to the breath. Now allow yourself to be aware of whatever is rising up in the body. This might be like greeting a good friend, or it might be like welcoming the unwelcome. 
whatever arises. Feel connected to yourself, be with yourself. Now as we end this short practice, let's send merit. May everything I say and do and think today be not only for benefit to myself, but be of benefit to all living beings. May I be a refuge for those I encounter whether it be people or creatures. Let my words, my thoughts, and my actions be of benefit and be a refuge. Thank you. So now we have time. I'd like to read just a small section from a book that was at the temple. How to Live When a Loved One Dies. And it's selections from writing of Thich Nhat Hanh. 
How to Live When a Loved One Dies. And I found, at first I thought, I'm just going to read a little bit from the first of this book just to tell you about it. Uh, it's beautiful, short pieces. But what I realized when I was reading just the first part was this is very much also, you may not be grieving for a, a lost one, many of, many of us are, but there may be strong emotions you're dealing with. And I realized right away there was some, uh, a lot of this advice is uh, very good for working with strong emotions, painful feelings, uh, anything, any of those kind of emotional states that can just wash over you sometimes. There's this post-pandemic, or maybe it's not post post at all feeling that a lot of us are experiencing. I know I am. So I want to read a little bit. Some of it's just beautiful. Some of it may speak to you in terms of uh, what you're going through, but it's. I'm just going to do a short reading. It may be all I ever, ever do from this book with this group. But it, the editor says, here are some of Zen Master Thich Nhat Hanh's most insightful teachings on grief and loss, together with self-care meditations and practices in the Plum Village tradition compiled by the editors. <clears throat> we hope these meditations and practices will help you find relief, comfort, and healing in the face of grief and loss and help you reconnect with yourself, your loved ones, and all of life. The, fir the first poem that opens the book, even before that uh, note, is called Oneness. The moment I die, I will try to come back to you as quickly as possible. I promise it will not take long. Isn't it true I am already with you? As I die each moment, I come back to you in every moment. Just look, feel my presence. If you want to cry, please cry, and know that I will cry with you. The tears you shed will heal us both. Your tears are mine. So the first, um, the first part is on grief, and the second is called surviving our strong emotions. So. Um, I want to just read a little bit on grief. Our loved ones are in us and we are in them. When a loved one dies, a part of us also dies. Sometimes we think that our loss is so great that we will never be able to be happy again. When we lose a loved one, our heart is filled with a deep suffering that we cannot express but we can express our pain and tears. We can cry. When you cry, you feel better. Men can cry too. <clears throat> I wanted to cry when I saw someone else crying. It is human nature to cry. To be able to cry brings comfort, relief, and healing. If you want to cry, please cry, and know that I will cry with you. 
The tears you shed will heal us both. Your tears are mine. I stamped my foot and cried the moment mother died. That morning was a beautiful, rosy morning, but at midnight the wind blew hard. Like a tree in a storm, when a painful emotion comes up, stop whatever you are doing and take care of it right away. Bring your attention home to what is happening in your body. The practice is simple. Put your hand on your belly and feel the movement of your breathing. Bring all your awareness down from your head to your navel and stop thinking about what upsets you. In a storm, the leaves and branches at the top of the th tree thrash about wildly. The tree looks so fragile and vulnerable as though it could break at any moment. But when you bring your attention down to the trunk of the tree, you see the trunk is very calm and still. You are no longer afraid because you realize that the tree is strong and stable, that it is deeply rooted in the soil and can withstand the storm. And I'll read this one, one more, it's a, a, just a short page, but it's called Self-Care Belly Breathing. A strong emotion is like a storm, but if we know how to practice, we can survive the storm. When we are caught in a storm of strong emotions, we need to identify what is causing our emotional response and gently disengage ourselves from it straight away. Whether it is a thought, an image, a sound, a smell, a touch, or a person speaking, we turn our attention away from it for a moment and bring all our attention back to our breathing. If we continue to pay attention to or think about what is causing us to suffer, it will only increase our strong emotions. So we practice deep belly breathing. Whether standing, sitting, or lying down, we become aware of our breathing. If our breathing is rapid and shallow, we notice it and shift our attention from our throat and chest down to our belly and focus on the rising and falling of our abdomen. The practice is simple. Breathing in, I am aware of my abdomen rising. Breathing out, I am aware of my abdomen falling. Gradually, the storm will subside. Our breathing and our heart will calm down and we will feel more at peace. And I have to read one more, one more page because this, this was very profound for me. This, this just first part that I'm reading to you, and that I'll finish with right now. It actually, I, I actually uh, had worked with this and had some doing what he said had some really deeper realizations that has stayed with me 
you know, let go of what... I'll read this. Listen to yourself. When you are suffering greatly, if you have suffered a profound loss, you need people who are able to just sit and listen to you with compassion. But what is even more important is that we can listen to ourselves with compassion. To do this, we need to learn the art of deep listening. We stop whatever we're doing and come home to ourselves. We look deeply to recognize and name our suffering and embrace it tenderly. Listening deeply to our own suffering is an act of self-compassion. I'm going to stop there. Um, But this was very powerful for me because I had one of those waves of emotion come over me. And I did exactly what he's talking about. I just sat down. I sat down and just focused totally on the breathing, the belly breathing. No thoughts, just that. But what happened to me in just, in not very long at all, I had a deeper real a thought, a real, just a thought that went up into my head that really allowed me to see something very clearly. Uh, I could just see what some of that difficult emotion was and see it more clearly. It wasn't, it wasn't just the grief of loss. It was, it was bigger than that. And it was able, I was able from that to have more insight into myself than, uh, than anything else would have, would have uh, done it for. So it was just allowing myself to sit and do the breathing the way he said, just surrender to that moment, that emotion. And, but get away from what I thought were the details, what I thought the emotion was about, and just be with the breath. And what rose up for me was something a lot, much more profound. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll talk about that someday, but today's not that day. So uh, I hope you have a beautiful day. And you can have a beautiful day and have deep emotions, strong emotions at work. And if you can, take time to sit and breathe. Breathe through those. Honor yourself with that kind of us. It is self-compassion. And that's a very important topic these days. So thank you so much for being such a big part of my practice and allowing me to share this with you. And uh, I'll, I'll be with you tomorrow.